The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. The day you got born again, God gave you the measure of faith. The measure of faith means it's an agreed measurement that is given to everybody on the day of salvation. But that measure of faith is not enough. You have to grow it. And how do you grow it? By hearing the word and continuous to hear the word because the only food for faith is the word. Romans chapter 1 verse 8 verse 11 and verse 12 I read. It says, first I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all. That your faith, underline that, that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. I want you to underline that, that your faith is spoken of throughout where? The whole world. But even though your faith is being spoken of throughout the whole world, verse 11, it says, for I long to see you. Even though your faith is being spoken of throughout the whole world, I still long to see you. Why? That I may impact unto you some spiritual gift. That means you don't have them. The reason why I want to impact unto you some spiritual gift means you don't have these spiritual gifts. What is the purpose of this impartation? To the end that you may be established. The purpose of this impartation is that to the end that you may be established. Verse 12, that is that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me. So that means I have a level of faith but I have heard of your faith but I want to impart unto you some spiritual gift so that your faith and my faith will be operating on the same level. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, I'm teaching on the message I have titled, The Impartation of the Spirit of Faith. Amen. The Impartation of the Spirit of Faith. It takes faith to get undeniable results in the kingdom of God and not time. It takes faith to get undeniable results in the kingdom of God and not time. Number two, you can never please God without faith. You can never please God without faith. Number three, your faith level determines your access to unlimited resources in the kingdom of God. Your faith level determines the unlimited access of resources in the kingdom of God. So that means faith is very crucial to our life as children of God. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. So the scripture we read in the book of First Romans chapter 1 verse 8, verse 11 and verse 12. The Bible says, Paul said that I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all 
that your faith is being spoken of throughout the whole world. That means their faith was producing results. That's why Paul was thanking God for their faith. He said, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all. In other words, for this church, I thank God for what God is using your faith to do. Your faith, your faith that is getting undeniable results is being spoken about throughout the whole world. And I see that becoming our testimony. Where in the whole world, many will be speaking and talking about the faith of men and women from this house. Because when they see us and they see the level of faith that we are operating in, they can do nothing but talk about it. I don't want to be sound harsh, but it's only, excuse my language, a fool that doubts proofs. It's only a fool that doubts proofs. In other words, when your faith produces proofs, no one can doubt your faith. If you say God is love, and I cannot see the demonstration of that love of God through you, that's no love. That is fake love. The Bible says that, how can you say you love God? Whom you have not seen. How can you say you love God. Whom you have not seen. And yet not love your brother. Who you can see. So Paul said. Yes you have faith. Your faith is is being spoken about. Throughout the whole world. But there is something missing. There is something lacking. And I am coming to add unto you that which is missing to make your faith complete. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Verse 11, it says, for I long to see you. I mean, if their faith was complete, Paul would never said, I long to see you. If your faith was complete, he would not have said, I long to see you. Why was he longing to see them? He was longing to see them because there was something bubbling in him that he wants to impart to them. Every Sunday, I long to see you. Every Thursday, I long to see you. Why? Because there is something God has given me that I don't want to keep it to myself that I want to share with you. So Paul said, I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gifts. That means, yes, you have faith, but you don't have these spiritual gifts. They are missing in your life. So he said, I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. Why? To the end that you may be established. In other words, the purpose of this impartation is to establish you. That's what the Bible says in 2 Chronicles chapter 2, chapter 20, verse 20. It says, believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe in your prophets and you shall prosper. In other words, God does not prosper you. Ah, this is so powerful. God will not prosper you. Your prosperity is in my mouth. Mm. 
establishes you. So when the prosperity comes, the prosperity will not uproot you. Do you know why sometimes God delays in blessing his children? Because they are not established. I've always said, the quickest way to get things from God is ask God, God, use me as a channel. Have you ever seen a perfume bottle that doesn't smell like the perfume before? Because the bottle is a channel. It's a channel. If you ask God to make you a channel, the blessing comes so quick. It just, today, just go home and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, bless me with 10 million pounds so I can give it to Solution Chapel International. He'll give it to you just like that. I'm telling you, but you have to check your heart whether you're established. If that 10 million pounds comes into your bank account now, you will not change your prayer topics. I say, oh, God, when I was praying, uh, you know, I wanted to say me, but I, I just changed it to Solution Chapel International. That's why God will test what's in your heart before he blesses you. You see, some of you, there are blessings hanging. God can't trust you to release it into physical manifestation because you're not matured yet. You can't handle it. You can't handle it. Why? Because you are not established. If you're not established, you can't be fruitful. Establishment comes with fruitfulness. Check any tree that has fruit on it. It's been planted and established in the same place for years. Any tree you uproot today, plant it there, uproot tomorrow, plant it there, it will never bear fruit. Have you noticed that since you've been established in this church, you are bearing fruit without struggle? Because the scriptures are clear. He said, he that is planted by the waters, by the rivers. When you are planted, you see, you don't struggle to flourish. Oh, glory be to God. You don't, you don't struggle because you are planted and the purpose of the establishment and plantation is to cause you to be fruitful. But check, check the lives of those who are chasing after prophets. Prophet so, so and so, prophet so, so and so. Check their life. No fruit. No character. Because they are chasing after air. How can you catch the air? You can't catch the air. So Paul said, even though your faith is being spoken of throughout the whole world, I long to see you that I may impact unto you some spiritual gift to the end that you may be established. The challenge of the modern day church is establishment of men and women. That's why in this church, I have confidently and boldly told people who have come from another church, if you are serving in that church, please go back. Go back. I don't want you here. Are you following what I'm saying? Because what we have to understand is that church growth doesn't come by church hopping. No. 
Church growth comes by us reaching the world for Christ. So if you're in the church and you're not concerned about souls, you are dead. Are you following what I'm saying? If you're in the church and you're not concerned about the salvation of unbelievers, then you are dead. You are dead. You can say whatever you say, you are dead. Dead things don't give birth. Have you seen a dead human body giving birth before? No. It's only the living that gives birth. I like what my wife said this morning. If this church, you're coming, you come every Sunday. God must be doing something for us. I mean, we are not, nobody is under duress in this house. Did somebody call you this morning? Are you coming to church? Did somebody call you? Did somebody call you yesterday? Did you come yourself? Yeah. So if you are coming yourself, that means God is blessing you. And if God is blessing you, that means it is your responsibility, my responsibility to bring those who are not receiving the same level of blessing into the house so we can both be on the same level like Paul said in verse 12. He said, so that both of our faith will come to that mutual growth, that mutual level. Glory be to God. So quick question we want to ask. If we're talking about the impartation of the spirit of faith, how does faith come? How does faith come? Romans chapter 10 verse 17, it says, so then faith comes how? By hearing and hearing what? The word of God. Not the word of man. Many of us are so interested in the words of man. This prophet says this. Ah, I see this. I see that. Oh, come on now. Get into the word yourself. Don't be a lazy Christian. How can we be still putting nappies and pampers on you at your age? At an adult age. Grow yourself. It's time to grow up. It's time for the body of Christ to grow up. That's why many are so flimsy. People who do gymnastics and, 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 and stage miracles and we believe them. We believe them. We don't like the word. We don't like to sit by the word. What's happened to us? We like prophets, prophet, prophesy. Prophet, what do you see? I see nothing. Do you have eyes? Why did God give you eyes? So you can use it to see. Is it my mother? Is it my father? It's none of them. For lack of knowledge, my people perish. You don't have knowledge. And the only way you can have access to knowledge, revelation, is through the word. How many of you still open your Bible after Sunday? I have been uncomfortable from last week till to, to, to this week. I was telling my wife, I, I, I have to be honest, for the first time I haven't opened the Bible because 
because something came, a testimony came, and I keep trying to reason it out, and I can't understand it, and I'm wondering what's happening here. What is it? What? So, so I'm I'm confused, and I have been been able to open the Bible, and I, and I, every time I say that, I'm like, hey, hey what's happening? I, I don't feel right. Something is missing. You know, I can't even sleep properly. You know, there are those levels of testimonies when God does it to wonder, is it me? But that's not a justification not to open the word. Some of us love everything else apart from the word. We'll stay on social media for hours. What's the latest gist? Gist me, gist me. You want the latest gist. You want the latest news. What's happened to us running after the word? The Bible says that a time is coming, there'll be farming for the word. Farming for the word. In other words, hunger for the word. When I got born again, nobody was pursuing me. I was chasing after God. I was a God chaser. I love the word. What's happened to us? What's happened to the morning day church? What's happening to us? What has happened to us? Everything you'll ever need is in the word. Why are you looking outside? Everything you will ever need. The Bible says that the word of God is a sure word of prophecy. So what other can be more sure than the word? They say, Pastor, I pray, I pray. That's why your prayers are not answered because your prayers are not based on the word. Any prayer that doesn't have its root in the word will not be answered because it's not the will of God. Are you following what I'm saying? What's happened to us? Why have we neglected the word? Why have we neglected the word? Why are we chasing after the air, after fake and deceptive miracles that are not there? What's happened? The Bible says that in the last day, the very elect, even the elect, will be deceived. So check if you are elect. Elect means <laughs> you are at the highest level of discipleship. Even Peter, when push came to push, Peter said, I don't know Jesus. Said, Gee, who? A little girl said, It's one of his. He said, Gee, who? I never heard of this Jesus. I don't know him. Jesus said, before the cock crows three times, you'll deny me. Many of, many of us here don't have faith. If at your workplace, your boss says, deny Jesus now, you say, huh? I was just going, you know, this Jesus thing, you know. I, I was just, you know, I was just, I was just going because people were going. The, the apostles, the disciples, did you know what happened to them? Some were crucified upside down. Some their intestines were taken out. Some were burned. They, they were put in boiling oil just to deny Jesus. But they said, there is one thing I know. 
There is one thing I know. That which we have heard from the beginning. That which we have seen. That which we have handled. Is what we preach to you. Many of us don't have faith. Many of us don't have faith. Many of us, if God really tests our faith now, we'll leave. We'll backslide. We read about, we read about, you know, you know Abraham, and, and we think that Abraham Isaac just came in, in one year. 30 years. Everybody was having babies. Abraham was blessing everything, only one little baby, one little baby. Some people, they don't have to fast and pray. They just close their eyes and babies are popping. Abraham, just one little baby. In his house, all his maid servants were giving birth, left, right, center. Everybody was having baby, baby dedication, baby party, and Abraham will be the chief pastor. He comes to dedicate their babies. And wondering, what's happening here? The Bible calls it, Paul said, a thorn in the flesh. Genesis 24 verse 1, the Bible says, and God blessed Abraham in all things, except in that one area. God said, let me see if you really have faith. And after God gave him the one baby, God said, I want you to go and kill this baby. <laughs> Abraham had the right to say, but God, I've been waiting on you all these years. And you say, I should go and kill this one baby that it's taking 30 years to have. That's where Abraham could have said, I don't know this God. I'm telling you, many in the modern day church don't have faith. That's why the disciples pray, Lord, increase our faith. The Bible says, Jesus said, if the son of man come, will he find faith on the earth? So today, get ready. Find impartation. Find infusion of the spirit of faith. That will cause your faith to move from one level of glory to another level of glory. Listen, the hearing of the word of faith is not a one day hearing. It's a continuous hearing. You don't hear it once. How many of you, how many of you ate last year? Eh? Last, let me see you by hand. I don't want to assume. How many of you ate last year? Lift up your hands. Those of you who have not lifted up your hands, that means you you are trying to prove something. Okay, look, all of us here, including me, we ate last year. How many of you are still eating this year? How many of you will eat today? <laughs> so that's, that's why we have to understand that the hearing of faith is not a one-day thing. You can't say, I heard it yesterday. I heard it last year. I heard it in church, so that's enough. No, it continues. As a matter of fact, you must get into this habit. Every time you put food on the table, put your Bible by you. Read your Bible before you eat your food. Somebody will say, oh, my food will go cold. Just develop that habit. Every time you take a cup of water, take the Bible. 
Every time you take a, a cup of juice, take the Bible. Because as you are building your, your, your faith, your, your, your body, you have to build your spirit also. Some of us, our spirits are so lean. It, the spirit is screaming, help, help. Some of us, our spirit are the verge of dying. I'll show you today. The day you got born again, God gave you the measure of faith. The measure of faith means it's an agreed measurement that is given to everybody on the day of salvation. But that measure of faith is not enough. You have to grow it. And how do you grow it? By hearing the word and continuous to hear the word because the only food for faith is the word. We live and do exploits by faith and not by who you know in any position of power. Say amen to that. Amen. That's why four times in the Bible, Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, it says, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by what? The just shall live by what? The just shall live by what? shall live by his faith, not my faith. Your faith. How many of you know that I cannot eat for you? Can I eat for you? Can I drink medicine for you? No. When it's time for food at 6 p.m. tonight, will you say, Pastor, the food is ready. Please come and eat on my behalf. No. You have to eat yourself. So the just shall live by his faith. Question, where is your faith? I don't blame you if you don't have faith. Even the disciples of Jesus Christ were with Jesus, the author and the finisher of their faith, and they have no faith. So if you don't have faith, I, I, I don't blame you. But I know that by the end of this series, you'll have faith. Say a good amen. For the just shall live by his faith. (laughs) Romans chapter 1 verse 17. It says... For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Galatians chapter 3 verse 11. It says, but no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38. It says, now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back. My soul shall not have pleasure in him. So if you live by faith, there are four levels of faith that will show forth in your life. Four levels. Number one is a level of the measure of faith. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. Level one is the measure of faith. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. It says, but to think soberly, say, according as God has dealt to every man 
the measure of faith. So this measure of faith comes into play the day you gave your life to Christ. Now notice the Bible did not say a measure of faith. It says the measure of faith. When we say something is the measure, it's talking about the standard. The required standard in those days. So when you gave your life to Christ, you were given the measure of faith. The second level of faith is what I call little faith. Matthew chapter 6 verse 30. Little faith. Little faith. So from the measure of faith, if you don't feed your faith, your faith will remain at little faith. It says, wherefore, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? You see, people in the little faith realm, they worry about food. What am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? Where am I going to sleep? <laughs> so if all you think about is, what am I going to eat? Where am I going to sleep? What am I going to wear? You are at the little faith level. <laughs> Your faith has not grown. Level three is the great faith. Matthew chapter 15 verse 28. The great faith. It's great faith. Matthew chapter 15 verse 28. It says, then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is your faith. Now, People who operate in great faith, look at what happens to them. It says, be unto thee, even as thou wills. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. People who operate in great faith, everything they desire comes to pass at their will. Why are you wasting your time? Why don't you develop your faith? Jesus said to this woman, oh woman, great is your faith. Be unto you as you will. In other words, this level of faith bypass natural understanding. Are you getting this? When you're operating in great faith, <laughs> you stand here and you call healing in Zimbabwe and it comes to pass. When you're operating in great faith, everything you call responds. The fourth level is strong faith. Romans chapter 4 verse 20. Strong faith. Strong faith calls dead things into existence. Strong faith operates, does not see death. Strong faith sees life in dead situations. Let's look at it from Romans chapter 4 from verse 18 to 20 or 21. Let me show you something. Your life will never be the same again after today. The Bible says, who against hope, talking about Abraham, whom against hope believed in hope that it might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Verse 19, and be not weak in faith. Now you see, if you don't build your faith, your faith will become what? Weak. Even though we are given the measure of faith at salvation, if you don't build that faith, that faith will become weak. 
Just like you, if you don't eat for one month, you become what? Weak. Physically weak. So he said, be not weak in faith. He conceded not his own body as dead. When he was about a hundred years old, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. Verse 20. And he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, Amen. but he was strong in faith, amen. giving glory to God. Amen. Shout a good amen. Shout a good amen. You see, when you are operating in strong faith, you don't see obstacles. When we were coming to start the church, a very good friend of mine said, there are many churches here. This church will never grow. <laughs> he said the church would not survive. And I respected him. He was a, a very respected theologian. He put two and two together. He said there are many churches here. This church, where is you are going to start a church? It can never grow. Did this church grow or not? Because you see, when you're operating in strong faith, there is no barrier. Even when there was no member in the church, I saw multitudes. Amen. Why? Because faith called those things which be not as though they were. Amen. That's how faith works. Amen. When we're going to have our first child, the, the, the consultant said to us, you, your baby will not survive. He said, either you take your baby or you take your eye. My wife was going to go through operation at that time. I said to her boldly, in this family, we don't lose anything. That is faith. Are you following what I'm saying? When faith is in you, it doesn't matter what you come against. The Bible says that Abraham considered not the deadness of his body nor Sarah's womb. That means on this level of faith, nothing dead can survive around you. There are too many dead things in your life. Marriage is dead. Relationship is dead. Your finances are dead. Children are dead. Your family, are, when I say dead, I'm not talking about dead. I'm talking about, you know, they are not functioning. You have lived in deadness for too long. It's time to give life to that situation. That's why Jesus said the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Glory be to God. The spirit of impartation of faith is right here. Listen, I have caught this spirit. I have caught it. <laughs> Daddy Gio came to Crawley, the general overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. I went and whilst he was, he, he mounted the pulpit. I was standing in the congregation, about four seats, four rows away from. The moment he mounted the pulpit, I saw a transfer. There was a transfer of, of the spirit upon him. That's why we see undeniable testimonies in this church. The testimonies that happen in this church are not faked. They are genuine. Nobody tells anybody, hey, this Sunday, uh, you know, 
I'm going to write a testimony for you. This and you must say it this way. And when you are crying, you have to pretend to cry well, well. Wee! Wee! No, we don't do that here. We don't fake things here. That's why we see undeniable proofs of testimonies in this house. One day, I was fasting and believing God for the spirit of faith upon Bishop David Oedipo. And as I was preparing to come to church on a Sunday, I was on a long fast. I walked into my room and there he was on the screen and the spirit of faith just passed out in me. I started weeping uncontrollably. I saw my future in his life. That's why sometimes you wonder, what's come over this man? He is operating in different anointings. Are you getting what I'm saying here? Why are you still on level one when you can move to level four? Why are you still on baby level when there are higher levels you can go to? Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. Listen, write this down. The food for faith is the rhema word. And word birth testimonies. The food for faith is the rhema word. Why am I saying the rhema word? Because when you stay in the word for so long. Have you ever been reading the same verse? And then one day all of a sudden you started shouting. I see it. I see it. I see it. Have you, have you, has it? Yeah, that's the word, the logos becoming rhema. And then when you say, I see it, what was impossible for you becomes, wow, it's nothing. Because you have come to a point where now your faith is being fed. Listen, the only language God speaks is the language of faith. So if the only language that God speaks is the language of faith, what other language are you speaking? Why are you speaking fear? Why are you speaking doubt? Why are you, oh, yeah, I don't even know, we don't know what's going to happen. Brexit, is it going to happen or not? Are we in or now out? Is it hard or soft? Why does that concern you? The Bible says we walk by what? By faith and not by we walk by what? By faith and not by 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. We're going to declare this this morning. What does it say? Let's read it together. Ready? Go. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by what? So Brexit or no Brexit, we walk by Brexit or no Brexit, we walk by faith. I cannot hear you. I want to hear your voice loud and clear. I said we walk by what? And not by. We walk by faith and not by. We walk by faith and not by sight. Bishop Oedipo said he came from a missionary trip and his wife said, I'm going to have miscarriage. I see blood. And he said it not be so. Give me my food to eat. Because we walk by faith. The fact that you see blood doesn't mean it's miscarriage. 
it's not blood that makes the baby. It's the word that makes the baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you getting? Are you getting? So, so despite all prevailing circumstances, you don't look at what is happening. You look at the word. Look at Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. So you receive a threatening letter. I'm going to repossess your house. They say, ah, you don't know where you've come to. You've come to the wrong address. Because here we walk by faith and not by sight. The devil say, I'm going to kill your children. You tell the devil, we walk by faith and not by sight. Death knocked on our door. With our last bond. The devil wanted to snatch him. I said to the devil not in this house. Because I was. And that year I was preaching on faith. It was our year of faith. The devil said let me come and test. What is in his heart. When my child was in hospital for one month. I was out on evangelism. My wife asked me, are you praying for us? I said, I don't pray about this because you see, when you prayed in great faith, no deadness is permitted around you. That's why I said there can be none barren in this church because we operate by faith and not by sight. We operate by faith and not by sight. That's why no matter where you put me, I will flourish. No matter where you put me, I will flourish. Because I operate by faith and not by sight. I am not teaching you theories. I'm teaching you what I've experienced. I was holding our son in, our, in my hand. I said, one thing I know, this hand cannot carry anything dead. You see, this hand cannot carry anything dead. And look at that testimony today. Running in front of us. Who told you faith does not work? We are still out of this mystery. It's a mystery. I was preaching in one of our branches, the Pound Hill branch. I took some members from here. I said, you have to come to that branch. Melvin and the wife were one of them. I said, you have to come to this branch. Yes, you come here in the morning, but you are coming there in the afternoon. That year, I was teaching on faith. Teaching on faith. I was teaching on faith. Teaching on faith. Then they had their first pregnancy. When they had their first pregnancy... They said, the doctor said, consultant said, no, 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 we cannot, these, these twins cannot survive. They said they cannot survive. They gave them all the medical records, all the background to the fact that these children cannot survive. I said, the reason why God brought you here, so you will hear faith and operate in faith. I said to them, the listen. These babies are going to be well. Don't worry. It doesn't matter how they were born. They were born premature. I'm telling you, they, they, I'm telling if they tell you what their doctors told them, you'll be shocked. 
These babies cannot survive. But you see, God was preparing them. God brought them into an environment where their faith will be boosted up. Where their faith will be built up. And so when it got to that time, they were going through the challenges, but it was not a challenge because their faith has been built up. When I went and I saw the babies, first time I've seen uh, uh, babies that have been giving birth to prematurely, they were so tiny. So tiny. So tiny. They said, ah, one of them will not. As a matter of fact, they wanted to kill one of them. Is that not correct? They wanted to kill one of them. They said, we have to kill one to let the other one survive. I said, not here. Not in this family. Because, listen, don't just come to this church and just, are you getting this? Are you getting, don't just come here casually. Everything I teach you here, God is using it to prepare you. They said they're going to kill one of the babies. I said, no. No, you've heard. God brought you here to hear. The, as a matter of fact, that year, when, I mean, when, that's when I started teaching on the faith. And today, we see those twins in the church. Amen. These are products of faith. These are children that were birthed through faith. Time is up. We can't go any further. Did you receive it today? Let's give Jesus some praise. Let's rise up on our feet. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to the Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.